0: Yeah, where you been hiding? Long time no see.
1: My gosh, that's a that's a good question. Where have I been hiding? I mean, everybody's hiding at home for the most part. I think for the most part, we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. And uh, are 19- you? Well, yes, to some degree. Because right? you
0: I know you to be kind of like a little rebellious. You're a little different. You're not I from don't, here. I
1: don't, mm, true, true, true. I like that because that makes me feel spicy. But truthfully, like I'm, Spice Girls, I'm more, yeah, something like that. But you know, you I'm listen to, to more responsible. What, Spice Girls, yeah, but, used to. I mean, I'm a grown woman now, so that used definitely used to be like the poppy stuff when I was like high to school. Be, to be
0: honest, <laughs> it was pretty viral, and I heard it, and I might have moved a little bit too. Yeah, it. what? Yeah,
1: well, to Spice Girls that like, were everywhere. No, like the Spice Girls like to be titled and labeled a bit spicy, but for the most part, when it comes to being hiding, I've been at home basically. As boring as that sounds.
0: But home, it's like, what would you prefer to be other than home?
1: It's true. I love being home. I'm a homebody. So you know, things. A lot of things have changed, Max, since seeing you. Honestly. You think? Yeah, a lot of things outside of like worldly events. Oh, you
0: mean like in, in your personal life? Yes. Yeah.
1: Things have changed a lot.
0: Yeah, I know. Um, let's see it.
1: Are you? Are you? I, I've
0: never seen it in person.
1: The finger? Yes, I got married.
0: Can you? Can the camera see it too? Wait
1: here. Uh. No longer singles. So Congratulations.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, how Thank come I you. wasn't invited to the? Because
1: there was no wedding because we got married during COVID. It was like we walked into a same-day marriage, Vegas style. Literally, I dressed like this. I was in sweats and sneakers. So was my now husband. So were the kids. And we said I do, signed something, and officially married. No wedding.
0: So people were getting divorced, and you were getting married. Congratulations, and um, I, I applaud you. Thank
1: you. Um, that's
0: great news. And, Our uh,
1: relationship survived.
0: <laughs> of course. like you sh- I think a lot of uh, relationships uh, survive. You know, Everyone gets tested, but then you find out really who, who you, what you're made out of and wh- who your partner is and if you sh- should be with them or not.
1: That's true. I mean, listen, everybody's spending a whole lot of time with their people, and I think there's a lot of relationships that are crumbling under the pressure, which is sad and um and then there's relationships that are flourishing and finding new ways to love and appreciate and you know guy and i my husband we have a very very special bond um and it's super close in so many ways So it only made sense so um it it feels good feels good to to be a married woman and, and working on this relationship
0: Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) Lita Lewis. This is Max Fields. There, thank you for joining us for another episode of Max Your Mind. I appreciate you taking the time to come today. I know you have twenty kids at home, right?
1: uh, Something like that.
0: Might as well be like 20 (laughs) 20 kids. Like, how how did you even get the 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 past to come today?
1: Um, the kids are great, and I should have. So you know, I was like, here, you look after your brother, you look after your brother, and then everybody's looking after one another. Then I can leave the house for an hour or so. Okay, good. Food in the fridge. Doors are locked. We good. We good here.
0: I really appreciate you coming out. I wanted to, you're one of the people that I wanted to have come oh, and speak thank you because I you're already doing this on your own platform. So I was like, let's let's see if she gets able to share this on my website from a different audience because I'm not a female. I'd <laughs> like to hear from your perspective as well. Yeah,
1: I mean, this is I think I, as mentioned, I think now more than ever, you know, we're actually realizing we can motivate and inspire. Um, people, that, while not being in the gym, are not sweating bullets. Or oh my gosh. Teaching somebody how to squat the, properly. The like, gym
0: is what ha- where I go to execute what I plan before uh, the gym. So, so um, people are like, oh, he, he's bicep curling at 600. I'm like, I plan- the planning is where, where it happens. Because yeah. I come in there, I, I've already dominated before I step in.
1: I love that. That's, the mindset. that's mindset.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I
1: know we're going to talk about a bit of that, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah, th- yeah. most definitely. But I know who you are. Can you tell our audience who you are and what you do? Mm. Well, like, I personally, I know there's some things I'm, I'm missing in there to you. Like it's been a while since I've seen you.
1: Yeah, it's been, I want to say several years, dude, but social media has a way. That's what happens when you get married. Yeah, that's You have to exactly. distance yourself from dudes. <laughs> exactly. And be like, you know,
0: like he, there's priority and that's it.
1: Yeah, balance is key though, I'll say that. Mm. Um, so who, who am I? That's an awesome question and one I hate to answer to be completely honest Why? I hate titles I hate labels I just am who I am and I like to say that I am who
0: I am but so you know bas- what I mean? basically like you're a so, so many
1: things so many things so it's like what 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 are you what do you do I typically don't like to define myself by what I do for a living to me it's just so limiting but for the sake I of agree this, with you on that <laughs>
0: I understand what you mean I'm
1: that person you know
0: People like are you the bicep curl guy I'm like um Sure. Sure, I'm that. And I can be
1: <laughs> many other things as well. So I'm. I live in that space, but it's you know for the purpose of these types of things and podcasts, you know, I, I refer to myself as a fitness and wellness coach. Um, I am somebody that has built a brand and business on social media, really speaking a specific message to women, um, especially women that look like. What me.
0: about? What about Well, men? sure,
1: if the men are also motivated and inspired by what I'm sharing, it's an added plus. But, you know, I'm really talking
0: to my ladies. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, you're a woman, so you, you can relate. And you're like, you yeah. know what, I want to uplift my fellow sisters.
1: At, well, absolutely, and I don't take that lightly. Because when I first started in health and fitness, there wasn't many women that looked like me. There weren't many women of color. There weren't many women that were sharing, like, a really positive message about body image and self-love. Um, And I, you know, many moons ago, as it said, uh, instead of looking for that person to be inspired by, I decided to be that person Mm. to inspire others. So, um, you know, primarily health and fitness and anybody that knows me well knows that my message is not about just the physical. I speak about mental, emotional, and um, spiritual health and how that's all encompassing to what I define as optimum health. And and, and that's what I think we should always be achieving, not just these beautiful bodies that we can be proud of when we look in the mirror, but how are we mentally? How are we spiritually? How are we emotionally? Because I think without those elements, are we really healthy? I personally don't think so. I
0: agree with you. It's interesting because we're in the health and fitness industry, but a lot of it is focused on the body. Uh, Majority of it. But it's like you said, health, mental health, Spiritual health, e- even the body doesn't happen till the mind is, you know, disciplined. Yeah,
1: and you're the expert of that. That's true. We can't change anything that we see of the flesh mm. or what we see in the reflection of it. We can we cannot change anything unless we first start with our mindset. Um, and so I, I know you you speak on this beautifully, but um, this is what I'm trying to tell my audience is is not to focus necessarily on. Thicker thighs or uh, flatter abs or around a round of booty. Like, we can get there, but we need to get there by pursuing a resiliency and uh, a certain perseverance when it comes to a mindset, because that's what keeps us going and keeps us consistent.
0: Powerful. Yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> Max your mind. I'm hearing the mindset talk. So, like, you said thicker thighs is not the most important thing, mm. but you promote, you, you, you post thighs. So, yeah. like, like, when women see that, they're like, that's not the most important thing. But, like, I want what Lita has.
1: Yeah. I mean, when I say certain things like this, these, these are phrases, they're catchy, they're popular, but they are the byproduct
0: of a mm. mindset. Okay, you so you're sound? using them as a, as a vehicle.
1: Pretty much, that, of course,
0: yeah. That's what I do with overall fitness, because, like, I, I enjoy being active. I love fitness, but there's only so much to bicep curls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, or oh, getting, getting big and shredded. I'm like, what's right. next? Like, after a year of getting yeah. big, getting shredded like all okay, right let's what is exercising teaching me it's, it's yeah. teaching me to pay more attention to my mind each other discipline structure purpose because like you don't you eat for a certain reason you eat it for a purpose you don't yeah. just eat because it tastes and feel good yeah discipline so like that's a lot what i'm learning from fitness and um it's it's beautiful to hear other fitness profession those other individuals talk about mindset and how they're trying to put that out because that's that should be the industry, just mental health.
1: I love it, <laughs> absolutely, because again, everything that we feel, touch, see in the mirror is a byproduct of how we show up in the world, mm-hmm. and that is, that is by choices, behavior, who we associate with, um, what we're finding as inspiration. It doesn't necessarily start with walking into the gym, right? Anybody can walk into the gym, but who are those that are su- uh, uh, certainly successful at building um a physical form and everyone that i know that has been successful um and stays consistent in their efforts have a type of mindset that is like second to none Mm. they know their power starts with like you know neck up kind of situation yeah i agree
0: you're from australia right (laughs) yes (laughs) yes (laughs) but what is your background like? I know you were in New York, Australia, mm-hmm. the Boondocks, a couple other places. Yeah. Like, like, where, where did you? What was the inception? Yeah, what was the genesis?
1: Oh, guess it, yeah. Good question. The genesis. Well, the funny thing is, um, I know we're here recording in Los Angeles, California.
0: Are we? Yes,
1: we are. Um, uh, and so, I was actually born here. I was born here in LA. Out. <laughs> Not exactly. Like, we don't like her
0: accent. Get out! Of here. <laughs> Not exactly. <laughs> my
1: parents were met here, married here. Um, I was born here, and then my mother, who grew up in New Zealand, um, that has a Polynesian background. So my mother is Samoan and Tuvaluan, very small islands in the South Pacific. Um, all that's her family. Where, that's
0: where you get the
1: the thickness. Mm, probably, <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. But my mom, my mom got super homesick, and I think um, after spending several years here in LA, she convinced my dad to like move and migrate to Australia. So I was raised influence. There. Yes, you guys yes. are
0: dangerous when it comes to that. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> she was right to do so, I think, because now in hindsight, I realize my childhood was just absolutely
0: amazing. Mm.
1: But um, no, raised in Australia and then at a, a tender what part age, of Australia? in Sydney, Sydney. I know you've been. Yeah, I've been there. Where have you been? Like, Sydney?
0: Sydney? Sydney, Brisbane. Uh, oh, uh, Melbourne? Melbourne. Uh, what's, the, what's the other Perth? one? That's Perth. I think. Yeah, oh,
1: you've been all over. Yeah. Okay, so you already know. You I get do, it. I do You know. get it. You love it?
0: Do I love it? Yeah. Did you, did you enjoy what's your time? What's not to love?
1: Okay, cool. Because, like, honestly, I've been here since, I've been in the States, what, 14 years, and I've never met an American that said they didn't love it. Not just like, oh, it's cool. Like, I loved it, and that's really cool. That's the place that's I grew crazy. up.
0: That's crazy. You you born here, grew up over there. Yep. You sound like them.
1: I look, li- yeah, good. <laughs> I'm still glad because I, I don't want to ever lose my accent. So you don't? I don't want to lose it. No. But you I'm know, surprised you funny. still have
0: it. Like oh, because you yeah. could travel a lot.
1: Well, I mean, I sp- I I completely grew up there. I didn't move to the United States until I was 23. Mm. You know what I mean? So like my whole upbringing. When when I moved there, I was uh, with my parents, of course. When I was young, I was two. So
0: okay. I
1: didn't even know if I was actually talking. So my um I definitely I definitely it's home it's home base. I I am Australian, mm-hmm. you know,
0: that happens Speaking to Speaking of be uh, being dual. Australian, it's Black History Month. Yeah. <laughs> What's your thoughts on Australia Day?
1: That's a really great question. Yeah. I've never asked that, you know, being that I'm kind of like somewhat removed. Um Australia Day is an interesting day because it essentially celebrates um the basic, basically, the coming of the white man to an indigenous country. Um, I personally choose not to necessarily celebrate it or recognize it for that. I think it's a day where um, most indigenous will say it was a complete genocide,
0: and you wouldn't say th- that.
1: Oh well, absolutely for sure. I yeah, I would totally agree with that. Considering you know, but what, Growing up, we're not taught those types of histories, right? Mm. Just very similar to the United You find States. out
0: after the fact. like Yeah,
1: I mean, heck, all over the world where colonialism had a play, and I, I know you being native Haitian, you too had had um, those trials and tribulations in your history too, mm-hmm. one of which you won, which is the reason why my I don't know if you fellow, call that winning. But they, they literally stood up together, and every time I hear this story, I'm just so empowered, and I get goosebumps, and I'm like, I want to be Haitian. But yeah, I mean, that's a whole other story. We your won in some ways, really and we lost
0: in some ways. True. But There's uh, a lot to learn in from In comparison,
1: that. though, to a lot of other, other indigenous um, nations, I think the win is what's to cele- be celebrated in Haitian
0: culture. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the spirit. like. We're, yeah, what? We're not very submissive. N-
1: no. And, <laughs> and let me tell you, all my Haitian friends, shout out to them, I love them, um, and your Haitian Thank food. You. Oh, God, I miss Brooklyn. Um uh, I'm so proud of that, and I and I love that for your people. Thank you. Yeah, but um, listen, Australia Day is a day that exists that I know a many, many, many Australians are trying to fight, uh, perhaps changing the name of or changing the narrative of why they celebrate it, um, and for, and rightfully so, I stand with that myself. I don't I don't think it should be a day to celebrate because it was a day that mass genocide happen all over that country for indigenous
0: peoples so. do you see them do you see in um aboriginals around when you know because when uh, i was over there i really i barely yeah. saw like
1: people say that they like, tell me they're like are, "Where are the aboriginals like i was yeah, looking well, yeah. to see like native people and um sadly now mind you i'm i'm so many years removed so i really speak about like my adolescence and youth and and, and what i experienced uh, many years ago and w- one what's interesting is I do remember going to school and having friends that were of indigenous bloodlines, like aboriginal bloodlines, but had be, uh, were mixed. mixed. And and sadly, I, my understanding is, and anybody that, uh, out there listening that wants to comment, please, I'm, I'm all for learning, but their gene is very recessive. So once mixed, y- you'll very quickly see, especially after generation and generation, it's that real... People. Yeah, it's really someone could look like um literally like a Mariah Carey and be half Aboriginal. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um so one they're absolutely amongst us, but they perhaps not obvious. I mean remember, if you're not from Australia, you're typically looking for what Hollywood portrays um, the indigenous people. You know, plain didgeridoos, oh, okay. painted, good, body good painted. Do you know what I mean? So you you know over time people
0: people absolutely. mix.
1: So we live in a modern world, so mm. there are absolutely Aboriginal people amongst us, but you're probably not seeing them from a, a tourist eye as as being indigenous to Australia.
0: But there are communities of just yes. Aboriginals, like, yes. like like the Native Americans. Like yeah, the know. reserves
1: here, right. absolutely. And I think a lot of that or um, those communities can be found in like what what we refer to as the Outback. You know, like mm-hmm. further out in more rural areas. Okay, not so much in like metropolitan living. Mm. Yeah.
0: Very interesting. So, like growing up there, did you, did you feel like the, the conversation um, shifted or changed, like how, how Australians felt about Australia Day? Um, is it different now than yeah. you were know, growing up there?
1: Oh, I, I think, was it different now? Yes. Like, I think, um, you know, when I was a teen coming up in school, Australia Day was Australia Day. People celebrated it. I remember it being obviously a national holiday, We would barbecue, be at the beach. I do not remember any type of narrative as to like, the, 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 the depths of what Australia Day was and what it means, especially as it pertains to indigenous Aboriginal people. And that is a naiveness, that is uh, neglect in learning, wanting to learn more. Uh, now, however, and I think, you know, the, the conversations about race um, and indigenous people and their place in the world has been a global conversation. And now in hindsight, I realized there was so much neglect and um, I, I lived in a naive state of mind when it came to that and, and indigenous people. Mm-hmm. Um, but here, being in the United States as a black woman and having and speaking of our own narrative and struggles as a person of color in this country made me and forced me to look back at my own childhood and my place of, of where I was raised and see very similar um, comparisons mm-hmm. to, to race and equality, um, and the voice that I think has been stolen from, from indigenous peoples.
0: Mm. What do you think we should do about, about the voice, about the information and the history that you know? some of us, you and I, are still getting to know right now that we didn't grow up learning?
1: I think we're doing it. We're talking about it. Conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, there was a time that I, I, you know, had I been that 23-year-old um, mixed kid, I like to say, that moved to New York City, when somebody asked me, about what it meant to be black in Australia, my my answer was so superficial and and naive, very surface. It was cool, and, you know, whatever. It was kind of like the token black girl, and I was the athlete, and I, you know. Um, but what now, sport? I, oh, uh, track and field,
0: football. Oh wow! Rugby, that is. So you trained for thickness.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, that and I think is part of my genetics also. Oh. You know, I think and your um, branding and the branding, yeah, it all it all comes full circle, right?
0: Yeah,
1: um, because I'm I feel very much grown now, so that was a long, long time ago. But um, like I said, we're doing it. We're talking about it. You know, I'm gonna have certain conversations with the kids, um, and and other young people that I have the pleasure of speaking with about who we are, what we stand for, our history, what we're worth. Um, uh, f- uh, those that came before us that fought and gave their lives, these like now narratives that we're going to share, mm-hmm. which I think I missed growing up. So I think we're doing it. It's all about knowledge. Knowledge is power, as they say. And so I think we should continue talking about it and bringing, in aw- bringing awareness to it.
0: Yeah, I think uh, even if we don't talk about it, we have to face it because it's, it's not going anywhere. It's not like, go- no, of course you're, not. You're, we stand on it. You're a product of your past and mm-hmm. your, your kids are a product of, you know, you and mm-hmm. the, it's gonna continue on, so the conversation is gonna happen regardless. regardless. <laughs> it's just yeah, you know, so being controller than that. I'll be late on the conversation, but
1: yeah, I agree huh. for sure.
0: So I, I understand you're doing homeschooling. Oh gosh, I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know you were a teacher.
1: <laughs> I'm not, and all the like hundreds of thousands of parents out there that are with me, you know, there's no school, you don't so know, you don't all... know group parent. Well, I will say this. I mean. I don't say that it's difficult in a sense that, like, I am literally playing teacher with a ruler, with a rule and and pencils and a a chalkboard. Um, You know, my husband has four kids. We have primary custody of them. I did not birth them, but I consider them my own because I'm fully responsible for them. When it comes to homeschooling, we have the eldest in his room at his desk. We got the twins in their room at their desks. And the youngest, who is eight years old, does his schooling on our dining room table. So trying to keep them separate is a bit of a challenge. Keeping them focused is more of a challenge. And then just Is
0: this the first year doing homeschooling?
1: Well well For them? Yeah, is it? Yeah, because we yeah, school was school was over. Yeah. So this is the second school year. We we COVID hit at the end of the last school year and now this is the, the second, so to speak. Mm, okay. And we really hope
0: it's the last. Oh, you don't want to continue homeschooling?
1: <laughs> Hell no. Hell no. You
0: have, I mean, don't you have options? seriously? Option? Our schools...
1: You know what? I think a lot of parents, some parents might be loving it. You know, the parents, no shade. Oh my gosh, I mean, there's no shade. The parents that are at home, that are homekeepers and, and full-time wives mm. and carers. They're already
0: at that,
1: home. at home. And maybe they love it. They thrive in it. Wanting to spend their time and energy educating. I love that. I love that for them. I promise you I do. But, you know, when you live a very busy lifestyle, my husband and I, we're both super busy and juggling, making sure the kids are not just getting their schoolwork work done, but their mental health is okay. You know, we want them to get up and move and all that jazz. It's a lot, because I'm in and out of the house all day, literally. I'm like, all right, I'm out for an hour. I'll be right back. And I'm talking to the eldest, like, keep an eye on your brothers. Don't answer the door. All right, come back. I'll say the same conversation like four times. It's a lot. It's a lot. Mm. So... I look forward so to maybe school you going should, back.
0: Maybe you should just, you know, shift to just housewife. Impossible. How's that impossible? Why, why is that
1: impossible? Um, it's just not. Back in the day, it
0: was only only housewives.
1: Yeah, cool. Back in the day, what we live in twenty twenty one. You see, and my husband know who who we married, and I gotta stay busy. I gotta stay busy because you I can, have you a can lot be busy in the house. Y- you're absolutely right. You're. I am not gonna argue. Uh, that's very true because I I feel like I definitely stay busy during in the house. See, I have a lot to do though. I got businesses to run, Max. You know how that You're works. Right.
0: Get uh, you can get an assistant.
1: True, maybe uh, at, at at a home assistant.
0: Both <laughs> both like a housekeeper. Busy at home a
1: gardener. I see somebody. I'd love a cook, a chef. Oh my! You goodness. stop cooking. I'm not. A, I've never been a good cook.
0: I mean, there's Google. I mean, uh, the YouTube Recipes? YouTube videos.
1: Yeah, that's true. But I like. I also <laughs> don't have the patience to watch that stuff.
0: You know what? Cooking is not my thing. But I make it happen. I have to eat or else No.
1: What are you like? What are you eating? Are you still yeah, doing like chicken breast and the broccoli? It, you're saying it's not you cooking. Keep, look at this body. So what are you what are you really eating? Chicken, you're eating good.
0: Chicken breast, uh, sweet potatoes.
1: Yep. Brown rice.
0: Spinach. Spinach. Brown rice. Salmon. You Salmon. Switch it up. Are you, are you saying that's not cooking? No, cooking I'm just us. saying
1: like I'm just saying like back in the day when my my diet was super strict, there was obviously key staple foods that were part of my diet. And I know because you keep such a fantastic physique, you're still eating super clean. And I envy you and discipline.
0: <laughs> it's people ask me, hey Max, uh, you, you eat? A, are you on a strict diet? And for me, it's not strict because I'm happy. I'm okay with what yeah, I eat. I, I don't feel like I'm forcing myself to eat super healthy. Yeah, you as enjoy a, what you're eating. It's a balance. I'm not I'm not some of my items are vegan, but mm. I, I eat I eat meat. Yeah. Um it's just I don't abuse meat. Like uh Yeah. It's all about balance. Yeah. And, um,
1: and you're probably obviously feeding your body what it needs. You so yeah, intuitive to purpose your purpose is
0: important because I train hard so if I don't eat exactly. for recovery or eat for energy, yeah. I, I won't be able to perform.
1: Yeah, I get that.
0: Probably get sick from not eating right. So. Yeah. That's true. So that, yeah, that oh, would, wait,
1: wait. What's a cheat meal? I want to know what Max eats. A che- cheat meal? Eats, I, like, so
0: like, I like burgers and fries. I like yeah, ice cream. You like ice cream? I like candy, chocolate. But the thing really? is, after I eat my meals for the day and have my protein shakes, I'm full. Yeah. So that like, so
1: a cheat meal happens what? Like once a year?
0: <laughs> once a year. Oh, you know what? It's late, Lately, it's been like, I can't remember the last time I had a cheat meal because I'm on the, right now, I'm, I'm like, I want to go back to where I was at when I was locked in. Oh. So I'm like meals, meals, shake, workout, rest. Are you and
1: increasing then, your in- your calorie intake?
0: Increasing calorie intake, um, being more consistent, more disciplined, just so I can tighten it back up because I, you know, like. Ladies like 2020, and gentlemen. 2020, I was like, I took. Shock. I took it easy. I mean, oh. it, was, it was a shock, but I took it easy.
1: Okay, got you. So you want to get back to the 2019 max.
0: <laughs> 2015. <laughs> oh really?
1: I love it. I love it. Just hearing you say that would be exhausting for me, but you know.
0: Well, I, I mean, you you got a full blown army. I got a, army, I got a lot. lot. taken care of. Mm-hmm. So, I, I want to talk about relationships. Like,
1: let's do it. I love talking about relationships
0: lately. Seems like you got a good man. Like, yeah. How did that come up to be?
1: I I was. I'm blessed and highly favored. I make jokes about my husband and our relationship a lot, but I recognize now, especially more than ever. I have chosen a true partner, and he is somebody that um, sees me, recognizes who I am, does never, never tries to diminish me or take away what he knows I love. Um, we have a busy life; like we have, he works in the film industry, he's super busy. I do what I do, and we have four kids. So Shout out
0: to Guy yeah thank, th- thank you for allowing this to happen <laughs> definitely want you on an episode
1: yeah oh my goodness he would actually be really good to have considering his perspectives and his history
0: I know he's busy but definitely want to top it up
1: yeah yeah I think that would be a great idea but I, I think you know we we met we were never supposed to be here it's so funny how like when you you mean you weren't
0: supposed to be I mean, here
1: like when we met it was like like there was an attraction to one another but it wasn't like just like physical you know it sounds kind of cliche but like I was really attracted to him as a person, and I recognized that he was going through a lot at the time. I was going through a lot, so we were just talking and bouncing thoughts and ideas off each other.
0: Where and how did you guys meet?
1: Uh, Brooklyn, New York. We met. Um, no, sorry, we met in in Manhattan, in New York City, in front of Whole Foods.
0: You guys were both shopping for vegan items? No.
1: <laughs> no. Actually, no. He was standing right out front of the, the store door. The door. Mm-hmm. And I was walking up to the door because, I mean, I was going did to. Did you go. hit on him? No, I did. I did. Well, okay, this is. Let what, me explain What year I was, was like, this? this I, I don't even know. Gosh, what was this? 2016? Yeah, 2016. We met in 2016. All I remember is he was standing there. I was walking up, and I recognized him. I said, he's a good-looking man. I said, he saw me. I saw him. And instead of walking into the store, I kind of was like, hey, what's up? And he was like, hey, what's up? You
0: were shopping for food. I went you shopping for a man, a man. A husband. You found a <laughs> it husband. It definitely
1: was not at the it's beginning. Perfect. Yeah, it was, it was cool. We met at Whole Foods. I ended up inviting him to join me. Um, he ended up paying for my groceries. So already I was like, Oh mm-hmm. and then we had this really cool conversation. Let me take notes.
0: Pay for the groceries. Yes. Oh my gosh.
1: I'm telling you on if the you first date I'm telling you, it is such a win. If you pay for a woman's groceries, she'd be looking at you like mm. she'd be talking He's all the things. I'm telling you, it's true.
0: <laughs> wow. This is two thousand sixteen. Yeah. And then like what, what steps did you guys take to like, you know, bun and make, make it work? Because like mm. people fall in love or they like I love You know, we have chemistry and then they they make choices that, you know,
1: yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And I, and I thought many a times it was going to blow up and not blow up in a, in a bad way. Just like I was okay with meeting him, knowing him. And if it didn't end up being togetherness, I was cool with that. I truly was. He was going through a lot at the time. And, um, you listen, we met literally eight weeks to the date of me leaving that very city that we met. I was like it's been really cool getting to know you, but I'm out of here. And he was like where are you going? And I said I'm moving to LA. That, that had How already long been were planned. you in New
0: York before moving here?
1: Almost 10 years.
0: 10 years and you met him right before leaving? Right.
1: Yes, I met him yeah on a Super Bowl Sunday. So what it end of January, early Feb and Super
0: I, Bowl Sunday and he wasn't watching the game?
1: It was during it was during the day. Super Bowl was that evening. Yes, it was during the day because t- okay, I, I he went and watched it somewhere and I went and watched it somewhere and I remember us then sharing some texts or whatever. Okay. But um yeah, that's how it worked out. But listen, when he he told me he had four kids mm-hmm. and I was like, "Okay, yep, you're going to be a friend." <laughs> you're just going to be a friend. You thought. And then, you know, life happens. It's weird. It never
0: But he makes decisions, not you. Just kidding. <laughs> 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 you're like, "He's going to be a friend." And he's like, Rife. "I don't think so." <laughs>
1: No, we. What's it, it's again cliche? We were really good friends at the beginning, and I think that's what set the foundation for our relationship today. Is like pure hon-
0: mm. honesty
1: and just being friends, and yeah, it worked out. Not,
0: not rushing things.
1: No, oh gosh, no.
0: Because in in the past, like people knew each other, the families knew each other before they pursued each other. That's true. The, people like in the past, like when, like I'm talking about like biblical times. Yeah,
1: back in, in the, the past, day. not like.
0: 10 like years ago. When we were
1: talking about villages and stuff. Yeah. Like <laughs> it, <laughs> where are you from? <laughs> you really
0: knew the person mm-hmm. and, and made it work. You like you knew how to maneuver to make it work. So yeah. what you said about friendship is so important. It's,
1: I think it's so it's so underrated. And again, people talk about oh, we had good a good friendship, a good chemistry. It's like no, like have a genuine friendship. And friendship can be hard. Like I was really honest with him about certain things, and he was really honest with me. To where it was like I'm gonna tell him this, and he might be like, "Oh, I'm good. That's too much." You know what I mean? And I was okay. You were say. sharing too much. I don't think I was sharing too much. I was just being really brutally honest about where I was mentally and spiritually, and you know, sometimes guys will probably can can receive that a certain type of way, like uh, damaged goods, or like she's got too much baggage, and vice versa. I'm sure we what he we told all have him, baggage, though. Well,
0: exactly.
1: So, but some people keep that hidden for a long period of time before they- It's like, how do you
0: get to know each other if you're not talking about the trials and tribulations like we're doing now?
1: Agreed, 100%. So I I think that's what um, set the foundation for us and we've been friends ever since. And and five years later, we're now, (laughs) we're like fully adulting. We're like married, I got four kids, I got a mortgage and stuff. You know, like I feel like I'm I'm an adult. And you really know the person. (laughs) Yes, I mean, that's, I well, let me say this. I always say what's really beautiful about a relationship is this constant, ever, ever changing evolution about somebody. Like who I am today was p- really different than who I was when I first met him five years ago. So one can only assume that I'm going to be really different in five years' time. Yeah, right?
0: I, every day we change, evolve, we become yeah. better, stronger.
1: I that's that's more the goal. Insight. So I think even though we know each other so well, we're so honest with each other. I look forward to seeing him evolve not just in his professional life, but how he is as a father, and I know that he can say the same for me, how I uh, how I've grown into being a parent to his to his sons, um and my my role in their lives, and then how I'm also evolving in my professional life as well. So getting to know each other constantly.
0: I want to talk about um I want to talk about your show. I want to talk about the clothing. First of of all, what what is that?
1: Well, this is here. This here is a very strong message. It's the F word, and we're saying we want to F a thigh gap only because.
0: I mean, that's that's very sexual.
1: It's not sexual. It's not sexual. It's basically, you know, when I started in fitness, I was running boot camps all over the country. That's literally how I started, right? And I would constantly like. Belt out these statements and these little phrases to these women that came to like move like real athletes. I loved it, and to empower them, I would scream out these things um, about body positivity um, and self love and 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 everything above. So it would be like thick thighs save lives, embrace your curves, and like fuck a thigh gap. That's that's drawing
0: that's drawing a lot of attention to the thighs, though, isn't it?
1: Well, so be it because they're there; they ain't going nowhere. So go go have a look.
0: You know what? (laughs) It's like you don't have to talk about them for For them to be visible and for eyes to right. go there, so it's like, why drive more attention to the the thighs?
1: Why, why not? Is the
0: question. Oh, you're a troublemaker. Yeah,
1: something like that. <laughs> but I'm saying, listen, we all have them, and I speak to a very specific group of women that um, I understand your approach, are,
0: though. Your, well, yeah, it just approach, it's, a, it's a vehicle.
1: It, it's a vehicle. It's just a message that will grab attention. Well, let people know that I want to talk about body positivity and that I don't care about the social standards of how um, mass media like to coin us in and and, and basically define what fit and beautiful is supposed to look like. Because Mm. my women, women of color, are built a little differently. True. And instead of shying away from that. We love it. Yeah, thank you. We love it. I'm trying to tell them you should love it too. And so you can't tell me that women out there that look like me aren't as fast, aren't as beautiful, aren't as strong. That's Nothing about that is, is true. So really this key messaging is something fun, um, and I, I love promoting it.
0: Oh, congratulations <laughs> on the clothing. Thank you. Um, it looks great. Um, where can women find Yeah,
1: so the brand is called Thick Athletics Apparel. I'll put it in the description. (laughs) And it's just thickathleticsapparel.com.
0: So do you have to be thick to wear uh, the clothing?
1: So we've coined that. Like this idea of thick came from the physicality of being thick. But what I love so much is that there's so many women of all shapes and sizes that resonate with the brand that we've taken on this idea that thick really is a mentality, it's a way of life. I'm mm. I'm thick and strong. Can mean anything. It doesn't mean necessarily about showing up thick and being physically thick. Right. Thick mindset. Okay, thick spiritually. I, like, I like that. So that that's what we mean by that. I
0: like how you're embedding the mindset into it because, because it's not it's not about the thighs, the th- just the thighs. This person uh, of course not. Because it's, it's, a dude is here and see thighs. they're like, oh, okay, yes. But you're like, no, whoa, there's more. <laughs> there's more to it. <laughs> there's,
1: there's so much more to it.
0: <laughs> you got your own show.
1: Well, yes, yes and no. The show, you're referring to what we're calling... Hello
0: Fitness
1: Hello Fitness TV, yes.
0: Hello Fitness TV. Is yes. there another one that I don't
1: know about? No, no, no. That's it. It's funny that you say that because um, since COVID, it basically, um, we had to hit the brakes on a lot of things of how we wanted to roll it out. Mm. But it ended up evolving into something that was uh, beautiful and what I enjoyed. Um, we had planned to do something very similar to this. Mm-hmm. And me sitting with people um in, interview interviewing them or having a conversation as just as we are um and then covid hit in march and it then halted all plans um but it, so we could keep the momentum and the audience um active and engaged we did ig lives ig lives and so a lot of the talent has some amazing talent some amazing women um get online and chat with me and again it's about this it's about we live in this health and fitness space
0: yeah
1: um but, but we're we,
0: not talking about mental health
1: well, no, we are talking. We are you, talking you about you and me. Are
0: but I'm saying right? That no,
1: during those conversations, so that's what it was about. My whole message is that fitness is so much more than physical health. Oh yeah, is so much more than what we see in the mirror, and so I realize people like myself, just like you, right? have so much more to say versus what we can show. Yeah. I mean, we can sit there and show you how to squat and sh- show g- you I our bodies. Boor- I and get bored of showing the, f- yeah, the body the stuff, same stuff. Yeah, it's the same stuff. But, like, what do we have to say that can really bring value to our audience? Mm. And there's a lot. There's so much more. And I realized that was my strength, really. It's not necessarily what I was showing in pretty images or, f- or videos. Mm. It was a message. And I noticed that um, during my boot camps and my little tours and my workshops, th- the actual physical workout would be an hour, but I would speak for two, three hours post event mm. and it would be this collective conversation. And I realized there, that's the value. right? You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. that's where it's at. And so that's how Hello Fitness TV came about. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoy that part of it all because I, I really enjoy talking. Maybe too much.
0: <laughs> too much. I don't think it's too much. Um, You got a voice, you got something to say. I remember telling you once before, Either asking you or rec- uh, suggesting you yeah. that you, you, you started something where you, you talk. Really? Talk more because of the voice. It's very iconic where you sound. Like, if you hear the voice, you know, oh, that's Lita. That's,
1: that is a compliment. My goodness. That's okay. the truth. Yeah. Well, then I'm also like a, a woman of color living in the United States with like this weird kind of like Australian
0: accent. So different. Yeah, it's already Not different. Weird.
1: So, yes. Okay, thank you. I'll take mm. it. But that means a lot to me, Max. Thank you. No, of course. <laughs>
0: known you for a while. I've seen you grow. Long time. I've seen you grow mm-hmm. personally, professionally. So um, it's a blessing to have you here. I really appreciate you taking the time. Um, you know, you've grown a lot since I first met you. What could you tell our female audience about the steps to take um, personally? And we'll just start with personally, steps to take to p- personal development.
1: Well, that's at, that is a loaded question. Yeah, it is. I think if I had to step back and answer that in a few sentences, a um, few sentences. I would basically tell your female audience that I think personal development first starts as a seed of self love. We cannot do much or do it with resiliency, uh, with strength and power if it's not seeded in self love. Self love is the reason uh, where we find our worthiness, um, our our strength, our resiliency. And um, I think when we fault and we uh, found ourselves um, down and out, because that's bound to happen uh, in anyone's journey, I think going back to self-love as your foundation is always going to be a, a wonderful reason to pick yourself up. So I think personal development, in short, is um, started with self-love and understanding and defining that for yourself is very important. No one should tell you, what that means not even i uh, how you define it is yours and yours to keep close to your heart that should be always the foundation in which you stand
0: what if somebody's perception of self-love is cutting their arms for it to, to feel good that's or that's a good question eating and yeah. urging to feel good yeah that's a good question so like how do they find out what self-love is if they don't know what it is and if they had it and lost it how did they get mm. it
1: that's a good question that is a really good question and I've had the pleasure of speaking to some young women that have had to deal with some uh, uh, deeply rooted issues or some traumatic events in their past um, that's a hard one to answer because I think it's very subjective about where you are in that journey I think honestly innately as humans and part of the human experience when we are hurting ourselves especially physically in that capacity and cutting wrists and things of this nature i think deep down like i said innately we know something is not right right it might be um you know i've heard this before it's it's not like hurting myself or or purging food is me loving myself it's me not wanting to deal with something that then shows up as that as the cutting as the purging so i would uh, you know I would like to think anybody in that scenario would have the courage to maybe speak to somebody, somebody that they know that love, so they can reflect how they're interpreting like pain and hurt with an action that might be hurting themselves. Because mm. if we don't have the strength to see it first, we need to be able to bounce those ideas of somebody that might be of, um, in, in a better place mentally and spiritually be like, hey, I think that's not love, I think this is this. and Support. Comments, oh, absolutely. Our support system is so key. Mm. You know, so key. I don't yeah. know if I answered that, but it yeah. totally comes full circle. That,
0: that's a powerful step because sometimes the individuals are not strong enough or they don't have the courage at the, at, right. the at that time to take the necessary steps. But if they communicate it, yeah. somebody that cares about them will yes. give them a helping hand absolutely. until they're strong enough to take the steps themselves. So yep. I really, yeah.
1: Yeah, that good question though. That's a really good question.
0: It's a powerful one. Yeah. So um, I know you have to go home, and uh, you got like the <laughs> army waiting for you. I got the kids waiting.
1: Um, I think school I, is about I, I, done. I'm so glad you were able to come.
0: Like um, when you do have more time, I'm definitely gonna have you come back. Yeah, this is been also, fun. And also, also, I'd like to speak on your. Wait, wait, is your show only for women?
1: It's not. For, no, not at is all. That, We've had a whole handful of men. I think
0: I've only seen women in.
1: That's true. We do it's definitely email, that's a, that's email dominated. That's sexist, but we you know what? We're gonna address that on our show, okay? So next time that we're going to making making lists of talent, I'm gonna put your name up top
0: now. Yeah, yeah. I got, I got something <laughs> yeah. to say too.
1: I know you do. And again, I appreciate you having me. This is great. I Likewise. love that we're using our platforms. Thank you to, to create a narrative and talk about issues that uh, not again, not, uh, not only benefiting us of, of about our health and our physical, our physical cells, but also the mental, the spiritual, and the emotional. So this is great. Thank Definitely. you
0: for having me. If, um, I, it's a pleasure. And um, I just, I want to, you know, work towards optimal health yeah. and also help uh, inspire others to do the same with, with themselves and their families. And you're helping me do that. So I really, I, I really appreciate it. We share that goal. Definitely. Power <laughs> structure. Ladies and gentlemen, Lita Lewis. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Max Your Mind. Please leave down comments of what you guys think about my questions, leaders' questions, what we discussed, and um, also please like and uh, subscribe next time. Yeah. Cheers.
1: (laughs) Awesome. Well, that was fun.